Hey, it's Love Coach Heidi. Welcome back for another video. I am so glad that you are here with me. Yes, today we have a video request and I'm, man, I, I was like, yes, that is such an important topic. We're gonna talk about when you finally set a boundary with somebody and you get guilt tripped for it. And whoever sets a boundary with is making you feel bad for actually standing up for yourself. What a terrible place to be in. So I'm gonna get into that. But first, let me tell you, if you like what you see here, make sure you're subscribed make sure you like the video and if you have a video request go over to lovecoachheidi.com scroll down where it says request a video and I will be happy to make a video just for you on a topic that matters to you as well okay but let's get into today's question first of all the fact that you were able to set a boundary to come to that place I know it took you a long time likely most people don't even set boundaries they just set ultimatums and just pray people change so the fact that you put thought and energy into your boundary and said that's it this is what I'm no longer willing to settle for just I want to say congratulations that's that's a hard thing to do and now not only was it hard for you to do but now you're getting flack for it and that's just the worst. So I wanna give you some steps to take today to rectify all that so you can feel like what you're doing is the right thing and how to deal with it whenever these people make you feel bad. These people, who are the people that you're setting the boundary with? Well, likely you're setting a boundary with somebody who's dysfunctional because they have to be dysfunctional in order to be treating you the way they're treating you so they're toxic or unhealthy. Maybe it's a narcissist, maybe it's an addict or an alcoholic. And so there's an old joke that says, why did the narcissist cross the road? Because I thought it was a boundary. So the first thing we have to understand is that there is going to be pushback when you set a boundary. So if you go into this thinking, oh, I just did the hard part, Setting the boundary is not the hard part. It's dealing with the feelings that a narcissist or an addict or alcoholic, who, by the way, acts the same as a narcissist, do you know addiction and narcissism look very much alike and the fact that there is denial about their own part in the situation for an actor and alcoholic? There's also a lack of empathy or insight into your, your feelings and what you're dealing with. An alcoholic or an addict can't see that. They can't see the forest or the trees. So there's an element of blame and shame that they use when they're confronted with their own behavior, just like a narcissist. I'm mentioning addicts or alcoholics because that was a video request happened to be from somebody who is married to an alcoholic. So they've been going to therapy and one of the boundaries that she managed to set, wasn't easy for her, was I will not sleep in the same bed with you if you've been drinking. And she felt pretty good about that boundary because sleeping with him when he was drunk was really affecting her deeply on many levels, right? So she set the boundary and then lo and behold, what happened? He came to her and said, in a moment where he was feeling confronted about that, well, I don't feel like we have a relationship because you won't sleep with me. You won't sleep in the same bed with me, so I don't feel like we have a relationship because of that. Now, what's wrong with this picture? Do they have a bad relationship because she won't sleep in bed with him? Is that what's really going on here? Because if I'm a wife who loves my husband and I think I'm just setting a boundary with my husband who I love and he says that to me, I could be tempted to take that on and go, yeah, I do feel bad about that. We are struggling in our relationship because of this distance between us this way. But again, we've got already one person in denial and in fantasy land and that's the addict or alcoholic or narcissist. So you can't join them. 
You can't come into fantasy land with them. Somebody's got to stay rooted in reality. And what's the truth here? The truth is your relationship is suffering because he's actively alcoholic, not because you're not sleeping in bed with him. So it's your job in the moment when somebody attempts to extort you and hold you hostage to a brand new fantasy land, okay, story of what's really going on, that you remind him of the truth. When he says, our relationship, I don't even feel like we have a relationship because you're not sleeping in bed with me. You say, I hear that. I bet it feels like we don't have a relationship because I'm not sleeping in bed with you. I would love to sleep in bed with you. However, I'm unwilling to sleep in bed with you when you're drinking. So if you want me to sleep in bed with you, you need to be sober, right? We're just reminding him of the truth. Now he's gonna hear that. Not if he's actively alcoholic, he's still not gonna hear that. So how often you have to repeat that just over and over for your own sanity. It's not to like land where he's gonna have an epiphany and realize because he may or may not. It's really for your own sanity because if you start to take on that shame or you take on that blame or you take on that guilt, you're gonna buy into it and what's gonna happen is you're going to cross your own boundaries. You're gonna violate yourself okay, at the expense of keeping the peace or whatever you think the peace is. And you can only do that for so long until you become an absolute ticking time bomb, Stuck, suck, sucking it up, stuffing it down, placating, pleasing everybody else, and you're last on the list. So stay strong. Understand that you set that boundary for a reason, and when somebody attempts to gaslight you and make you question your own sanity and reality, that you root down on the truth and you remind them what's really going on here. All right. I hope that you found that helpful. If you again want more information or you want to request a video, go to lovecoachheidi.com, send me a message and let me know your situation. I'm happy to make a video for you. Or if you're thinking, I really need help setting a boundary. I really need help because I do feel so guilty and I cave every time when I set a boundary with somebody that make me feel bad. Okay. Maybe schedule a session, you know, go over to lovecoachheidi.com and you can reach me over there as well. I want to remind you this final tip. Just as we think what makes us feel bad is the love you have, right? You're setting a boundary with somebody you love. You want the relationship to work. It's your mother. It's your husband. It's your child. If you can remember in that moment that you're not really setting a boundary with your husband, you're setting a boundary with an alcoholic, that'll help you make sense of why they're acting, making you feel guilty. Ah, to be expected right? An alcoholic can't take responsibility when they're actively alcoholic. He has to put it on me. I get it. It's like a game of hot potato. You give it right back. Okay. Ah, I think I'm setting a boundary with my mother. Oh, my mother's a narcissist. Okay. When I set a boundary with a narcissist, they cross it. Ha, hot potato. You give it right back. You just constantly remind people why you're in the place you are in the, in, in, in the first place, how you got here to begin with. Okay. And that's likely their behavior. All right. I love you so much. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Take this advice with you and apply it into your life because knowledge without action is pointless. Okay. So let's walk the talk together. All right. Love you so much. Take great care. Bye-bye.